Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 617. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. I have a strong message today. I've got uh, songs and testimonies uh, by letter. But now let's go to the throne in our heart where Jesus sits and ask everyone to pray that God will anoint this service, program number 617, and uh, that he will give the right words and open the hearts and souls of everyone in uh, our listening audience to be able to receive that which the Lord has prepared for us from before the beginning of this world. In Jesus' name I pray and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now here I am to sing for you a song that Frank Sinatra and also his uh, daughter Nancy gave me to sing. It's called Sunday School to Broadway. Well, she used to stand, clap her hands, and sing Amazing Grace. While the tears of childhood innocence were rolling down her face Mama prayed at night and raised her right and thought she knew the way But it's a long, long way from Sunday school to where she is today It's a long, long way from Sunday school to Broadway She's a long way from the girl she used to be Sunday evening spent in a gospel tent down on her bended knees There she gave her soul to Jesus and he set her spirit free But the cold night air out on Times Square but she fell back home And it's a long, long way from Sunday school to New York nights alone It's a long, long way from Sunday school to Broadway She's a long way from the girl she used to be When you sing a sinner's song It's hard to find your way back home Cause it's a long, long way From Sunday school to Broadway Then her eyes grew bright in the cool dark night And a halo framed her face And a passerby swore he heard her cry Did he hear a amazing grace? They couldn't see the man who took her hand as she lay there in the street. And it's a long, long way from Broadway to a place at the master's feet. It's a long, long way from Sunday school to Broadway. She's a long way from the girl she used to be. When you sing a sinner's song, it's hard to find your way back home. Well, it's a long, long way. From Sunday school to Broadway It's a long, long way From Sunday school to Broadway She's a long way from the girl She used to be When you sing a sinner's song It's hard to find your way back home It's a long, long way From Sunday school to Broadway It's a long, long way 
Sunday school to Broadway. She's a long way from the girl she used to be. Praise the Lord. I believe most of you remember that I um, told you that uh, the news media, which is a branch of the Vatican, is the actual mouth of the Vatican, the mouth that um, blasphemes God and exalts devils. And you can see that right now in uh, the media where they're exalting the Pope over in Washington, D.C. Of course, most of the people's jobs in Washington, D.C. depend on the Pope's, um, on the Pope himself, because there's no possible way that they could um, belong to the government if it wasn't for the Pope. And there's so few Catholics. Most Catholics want to live their life the way they want to live it, so it's exactly the opposite of what the Lord teaches. And they love to attack the media, loves to attack by order of the Vatican, by order of the Pope, to go after that group in Texas where they've taken 400 children away from their parents. Just because they got married when they're uh, 14, 15, 16 years old or 17, there is absolutely nothing in the Bible that can support what they're doing. And so what the Vatican is doing now and the state's are doing is taking that which uh, is absolutely constitutional and uh, making it look like it's unconstitutional to get married when people are in love and when they reach puberty. Uh, this, I, I told you about this and warned you. Now they're after the Latter-day Saints. Now, they ought to be careful with this organization because they've got enough money to fight them. And I just pray that they prevail because uh, it's later than you think. And if you allow them to do this to your church, to this church, they're going to do it to yours. They did it to mine, but I'm a fighter. They uh, try. They uh, put me in court over a hundred times, and uh, I've prevailed every time, with the exception of the time when they hired a bunch of people to testify falsely against me, and they paid them big sums of money uh, to lie about me. Now, again, what kind of a government would it be that the President of the United States orders somebody to uh, kill, assassinate a world church leader like myself? Uh, how could that be the United States of America? That never was before in uh, the history that I've been alive until just recently. They've been after me ever since I said, yes, Lord. I have, um, I couldn't help being saved because the Lord from heaven came and uh, showed me that he was real. I didn't believe it, but now I do. And uh, he told me that uh, tell the people in the world about the Lord Jesus Christ and that he's coming Back to earth again, he also told me to tear down all fallacy. Well, the Vatican is the biggest glob of va um, fallacy on the face of this earth. There isn't anything uh, more false than the Pope walking around in that silly uh, costume. This is not representative of Jesus. Jesus never walked around with that kind of a hat on or anything. So whenever he, he didn't even... Or wear ahead, and he did not condone 
the people uh, to attack Christians. Where uh, on earth, what kind of a kingdom would God have if it was split up? Why is the Pope and why is this government run by the Pope attacking true Christians? The Latter-day Saints have got a lot of money, so I just really hope they prevail. Um, they're part of the Mormon Church. And the Mormon Church uh, owns a lot of big business. Uh, the Marriott Hotels is one. A place that I like to stay. Okay, I'm for these people because they mention, they uh, accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They say they have a prophet. I'm not a Mormon, but I stand up for them because they are Christians. I've met a lot of them. Uh, they've even wanted to do business with me at one time. And uh, it's not because of any business deals, because I'm out of business now. But the Bible says, these things I command you, that's what Jesus said, uh, that you love one another. Is that love uh, taking children away from their parents? And um, is that love saying that they can't be married? Uh, my grandmother was married when she was around 14 years old. There's millions and millions of Americans and people all over the world that have been married when they were even 10 and 11 and 12 years old. And now they're saying that they're children when they're 16 years old and they have babies. What are they going to do with those babies? What are they going to do with those children? Farm them out to people that don't believe in God. And naturally, Christians don't want their children to be in households that don't believe in Christ Jesus, that he's the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And uh, just I just pray that the attorneys that they've chosen and know the Bible so that they can come against these weasels because that's what they are, is anti-Bible, anti-God, anti-Christ. And they're testing to see how much of this stuff you people of the world will put up with. If you put up with these uh, type of things, uh, you've taken the mark of the beast. In other words, you believe that the beast is right. You believe that um, people, even after they reach puberty, that they're not adults any longer. There's something so warped with this Vatican and this world government that it's uh, nauseating. They don't want any... Uh, uh, more uh, children on earth. They say there's enough doctors, enough dentists, enough uh, artists, enough uh, of everybody that we don't need anymore. So let's all be homosexuals. Well, let me tell you something. Homosexuality is totally against God, and God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, that whole town full of homosexuals, and uh, because his anger was against them. Uh, he had enough of their stuff, and that was it. Now, there's these things, Jesus says, I command you, that you love one another. And loving one another means to keep the commandments before one another. If people don't fight for uh, their rights in the Lord, he set us free to be married when we're in love, not if we haven't reached puberty, but if we have reached puberty, 
Now, if somebody's forcing someone to be married, well then, you know, but I don't believe anything the news media says. They're the biggest pack of liars that ever lived. Everything they do. Now, one, uh, here they are, this uh, pope who is the commander of all the homosexuals. He says, I it's just, I'm so ashamed of the church, uh, his own uh, cult, uh, because of the sex scandal. It isn't just uh, rumors. Uh, it isn't uh, only um, something that uh, somebody invented. Hundreds of thousands of uh, little children have complained about this vicious viper of a cult. And yet, uh, and on one uh, channel, you'll see them downgrading these uh, 16-year-olds that are married, and on the other and they're lying about these people on television. Uh, so far, I've seen interviews on the uh, media where they say that they've interviewed a lot of people, and no, everybody says they have, there's no such thing there. And if there is, how could a church as large as the uh, Latter-day Saints, how could they keep track of people that get married uh, when they're... Uh, when they reach puberty, how could that be? How could that be when uh, they don't, no one can control? What about the Vatican? Why are people not pulling those homosexuals into court and they say, and put them in prison? Because that's what they did to the leader of this Latter-day Saints Church, uh, the Mormons, and who are they uh, to uh, arrest them and not and protect the homosexuals. Now, homosexuality is of the devil, but being married is of the Lord. He says, marry young. Let the young women marry. Now, a woman is one that uh, they uh, receive uh, the right to marry when they reach puberty. And so uh, that's of the Lord. And, you know, if they're saying, now we can't preach the Bible well, then we don't have the freedom of religion anymore. And that's why the people left Europe is to get away from those dogs, those satanic evil spirits, to be able to serve the Lord and worship him from the dictates of their heart. They read the word and they love it and they want to serve the Lord. So, uh, you know, here they're exalting this man that is the head of the homosexual church. And just like I told you that they exalt evil and they denounce and renounce that which is good. They are trying to make you believe that good is evil and that evil is good. And you people out in the world, most of you have swallowed it. And the Lord predicted that you would. He said that uh, those of you, uh, he said in the last days, uh, they would do that, and now he says the whole world is deceived. The whole world is deceived by this anti-Christ, anti-God, anti-Christian uh, regime. Uh, it is a regime of evil, and you folks haven't picked up on it yet. Well, the Bible says you wouldn't, and those of you that don't will receive no more forgiveness here on earth or at the judgment bar of God. So, you know, 
that's what God said, and it's for sure that his word always comes to pass. You will uh, burn in hell. You're supposed to... Uh, in what right do the government, when the Constitution says there's a separation between church and state, what is the state doing in there um, uh, doing these things? Uh, you know, some people say, you sound angry. Well, I am angry. The Bible says for us to be angry. Be ye angry, but sin not. I mean, that means be ye angry at Satan, but don't be angry at God, because if you do, you're sinning. What good would it be for you to be angry at God when God is going to cast your soul into hell? You have no way to stop that. You can go to your government friends, and they themselves are going to be screaming their heads off when the Lord comes back to earth. They'll be praying just like you for the mountains and the rocks to fall on them. So if the world hates you and these worldly people, there isn't anything more worldly than the Vatican, and it's a homosexual leader. Now, ask the Pope if he's homosexual. He said he's against homosexuality. No, he's not. Uh, how could he be when he's a homosexual and John Paul too is homosexual? How, uh, so he says he hates homosexuality. Then why are hundreds of thousands of those priests so demon-possessed that they can't stop having sexual relationships with young choir boys and little girls. What, uh, you know, you people will believe anything. And the reason that you do is because you love Catholicism. You love to be in a religion that you can sin. And then uh, they tell you, which is false, that you can go in and light a few candles and say a few Hail Marys and our fathers and be forgiven. That's why that was the mafia's religion. You love being in a phony place like that so that you can continue being a phony. But that isn't what the Bible says. The Bible says the soul that sins shall surely die. And that lighting a candle, saying a Hail Mary or Our Father cannot take any sin away. The only thing that can take sin away from people is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord says in chapter 15, of John. These things I command you that you love one another and verse 18 is if the world hates you and the world does hate me and the world does hate uh, the anyone that uh, proclaims the word of Jesus. Uh, you know that it hated me before it hated you. So if the Lord Jesus Christ is in you, of course the world hates us. He said that. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me. So don't, uh, before it uh, hated you. So don't be surprised if the world hates you. You people stand tall over there, you Latter-day Saints, and show Christianity and fight the devil. Because the Lord said, through the Apostle Paul, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. And uh, therefore, there's a crown laid up for me. If he were of this world, the world would love uh, you. He would love his own. But because you are not of the world system, but I have chosen you out of the world, and therefore, the world 
hates you. And you want to know something? What we're doing is preaching the gospel to you haters out there. And you're trying to make it look like we hate and that we're wrong. A woman can marry when she reaches puberty. That's always been the rule of thumb until Antichrist has fully developed in the world. And, um, of course, we don't force anybody. We believe the Bible. Now, there's not one underage marriage in my church, in case you think that I'm uh, trying to defend my church. I defend my church. Uh, they're saying that uh, our school is bad. Uh, our school is so far superior from the other schools in the world. It's not even funny. Everybody that comes from schools uh, out in the world, they have to be set back a year or two and sometimes more. Uh, so the world hates you if you believe in Christ and preach his word and doing what he says. But don't weaken and start turning your back against the Lord because then you become antichrist as well. Remember the word that I said unto you. And that's what I'm telling you. Remember the words I said unto you. The media pushes Satanism and the Catholic cult pushes Satanism because they are satanic. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, uh, and so you people of the Latter-day Saints, uh, remember that. If they persecuted the Lord, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So uh, I don't know if you know enough of the Bible to um, defend yourself. But uh, hopefully you do. Um, verse 21. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake. Because they hate Christians. They hate Christianity. Because they know not him that sent me. They all say that they know the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet they pray to Mary. And they say, Hail Mary's and our fathers, which is absolutely ridiculous for the forgiveness of sin. The Bible says that only the blood of Jesus takes away the sins of the world. If I, Jesus said, had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. This filthy government uh, lice, uh, they don't have any cloak for sin anymore. That's why the Pope uh, doesn't want to come to L.A. Because when he came here last time, nobody, hardly, hardly anybody showed up. And it showed how weak this bunch of devils is. And they're only uh, weak uh, because they uh, don't have Christ. And they're weak because they persecute the church of God. All Christians, those that accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they're going to get persecution. He that hateth me, he that hates me, in other words, that hates Christianity, that hates the Bible, they hate my Father also. If I had not done among them the works which none other man did.
they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. Verse 25. But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled, because the word is always right. The word of God is always right. That people can be married when they're when they reach puberty. Um, that it's written in their law. They hated me without a cause. All right, now we have some letters today. And the first one, Michelle, is from where? Carrollton, Georgia. Okay, let me hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor Tony, I enjoy listening to you every day, and I thank you for all the CDs and tapes that you've sent me. I am a widow on Social Security, and I feel bad that I can't support you. Oh, God supports me. Uh, he, he doesn't have another one like me on earth that knows the Bible like I do and will resist evil. I do that because the Bible says resist evil and they resist the devil, in other words, and he shall flee from you. And that is true. Keep going. I only get enough to pay rent and buy groceries and necessities of life. Oh, you don't have to worry about sending us anything. Uh, we're, I mean, we're get by, uh, Lord willing. And if he doesn't, then that's fine with me. Then what else? I'm planning on sending some of your CDs to my grandson. He's in his 30s and says the Lord has called him to preach. I think your CDs will help him. Oh, I know they will. Then what else? My son agrees with you. Thank God for that. I love the songs and music that you have on your programs, especially the H.B. Barnum Choir, and you have a beautiful voice. Also, Porter Wagner and Elvis. You sound a lot like Elvis. Mm. Elvis and I were good friends, and Porter Wagner and I were extremely good friends as well. Porter opened up my store in Nashville called the Alamo of Nashville. The government took it away because it was supporting the church. And Elvis, too, uh, they were attacking him for singing gospel songs. The media was doing that. Uh, you know, I rebukes you, Satan, you filthy dog, uh, you filthy evil spirits in your entire army of evil spirits, in the name and in the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus and in his blood. Then what? Today you offered your CD number 395, and if you don't mind, I'd like to have it. C certainly. In fact, I'd like several of that one. I have already gotten several CDs in the 500 numbers, and now I'd like you to send some in the lower numbers. For myself, I'd rather have the tapes because I don't have a CD player. Thanks so much, and I always pray for you. I've just fallen in love with your Bible teachings. I love your people, the Jews. I've always thought that they are the smartest people on earth. But most of all, I love Jesus, and he's a Jew. Thank God for Jesus, and thank God for you. God bless you and your church. Bye now. Signed, Reba Sisko from Carrollton, Georgia. But what about thank God for the Pope? Don't thank God for him at all. But, you know, the Lord stated that he put this ungodly uh, mess in front of the eyes of the people to test them to see if they would believe their filthy lies, and if they'd believe or join in with them, in their pursuit to destroy the Christian church. 
Because if they do, that seals their fate. They're going to hell, and there's nothing that's going to stop it. Because they hated him without a cause, and they hate us without a cause. But when the Comforter is come, that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit, whom I will send, Jesus said unto you, from the uh, Father, even the Spirit of Truth which uh, proceedeth from the Father, he, which is Jesus, he shall testify of me. Well, that's what we're doing, is testifying of the Lord. Now we have another letter here from, okay, uh, Sharon, where is it from? Benin City, Nigeria, Africa. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. Dearly beloved, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I write to formally acknowledge the receipt of the last batch of your Christian materials you sent to us. It has really helped in the evangelization of the gospel of Christ. I feel indebted to you and your ministries for the materials sent so far. Though words are not enough, I will continue to thank you and your ministries for all you've done and are still doing to win more souls for God. The impact here in Nigeria is simply splendid. I wish to request from you more of your Christian materials to enable me to reach out to those who are yet to benefit from this kind gesture of yours. Some of the materials needed are copies of the Bible, your Messiah book, and copies of your assorted literature. I look forward to receiving them from you as usual. May God in his infinite mercy continue to bless you, your household, your ministries, and everything you lay your hands upon. They shall continue to prosper in Jesus' name. Amen. Yours faithfully, Edgar Ikenubi from Benin City, Nigeria. All right. Now, we have um, a lot of uh, food here for your spirit, for your soul, um, from the Lord. Um, but when the Comforter, well, how, why is uh, the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit called the Comforter? Um, it's real comforting to know that when we're attacking um, all the cults uh, and we're, um, that we still feel the comfort of the Lord near us and even more so when we're doing it according to his word because if people ignore his word when we're preaching it then that means that they're evil but when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father. In other words, he became the life-giving spirit when he was taken into heaven. Now, uh, even the spirit of truth. So there are things in the Bible uh, that uh, really tell us what the truth is. But the spirit of truth, when we have the spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're no longer walking in darkness. We know what the Vatican is doing. We know what people that follow the Vatican is doing because they just live a free life to sin. And the Lord never sent us, uh, made us free to continue sinning because, God forbid, if people sin, then you're the servant of sin. And the Lord uh, came into the world to take away the sins of the world uh, and to give them the power to not sin any longer. 
this is actually the spirit of truth. Now, they love, they make a lot of money, the Vatican does, by uh, telling people that, no, if you've murdered somebody last night, mafia, come in and confess it, because they're reprobates. They love to hear filth and sin, just like the majority of the people in the world love to read those rag sheets that are on the newsstands in a, a supermarket and make multis of millions of dollars on your stupidity. Okay, but uh, this is not the spirit of truth, which uh, the Lord says will proceed from the Father. He shall testify of me. Well, the reason I like the baptism of the Holy Spirit also is because if there's trouble around, the Holy Spirit will warn you and tell you, get out of this place or don't go over here or don't go there uh, because um, there's danger there. And that... Uh, sort of thing is not written in the Bible. You can't pick up the Bible and the Bible will say, get out of here or whatever. But uh, he will uh, tell you that these things are possible once you receive the spirit of truth, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And ye also shall bear witness. You'll bear witness of what? Of Everything that the Bible says and everything that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth has taught you because you have been with me from the beginning. Now, verse uh, chapter 16 states, These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended when these things happen. Well, I'm not offended because I know I've got eternal life. Uh, no matter what I go through, I'm not offended at it, but I do like, uh, like uh, to keep the commandment to fight, to pull down the strongholds of Satan with the word. Now, this is really a word battle. Uh, they have... Uh, God sent me to make the crooked ways straight. The, everybody is believing crookedly. They need to be straight because narrow is the um, way and straight is the gate that, uh, that uh, gives you eternal life. But wide is the road and wide is the gate that you were not able to uh, go to heaven, but you can go to hell. So this is the gate of uh, hell, is the Roman Catholic cult that is uh, running everything in the world today, except those of us that are Christians. Uh, they shall put you out of the synagogue. Uh, yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that they... Uh, he does God's service. Isn't that today's uh, doctrine? They shall put you uh, out of the synagogues. You won't be able to go to worship the Lord in the church. Yea, the time cometh, Jesus said, that whosoever kills you will think that uh, he doth God's service. So the Antichrist regime went to, to Waco 
and killed all those people, thinking they did God's service. And then President, former President Clinton said that he takes full credit for that. And his uh, anti-Christ lesbian attorney general. Now, how do you uh, get lesbians and homosexuals to run a government that you want to be blessed by God? When people say, God bless America, I say, what for? Uh, when uh, even in World War II, the Vatican was lying to us, and the president, FDR, was lying to us. He's, they said that you can't have any more chocolate bars, no more cigarettes, not that I smoke, because I don't. Uh, no more nylon stockings, no more leather shoes, because the boys over in uh, fighting overseas need them. I told my mother, even when I was just six years old, I said, what? Uh, it's the same amount of boys that we're sending them to. Only a bunch of them got killed. And why can we not have the things that uh, we always had? What they were actually doing was having the farmers flush uh, billions of tons of milk down the toilet. We can't have butter because that's for the boys overseas. They had everybody so brainwashed that they were actually uh, uh, believing that garbage. Well, when I got married to my wife, Susie, she originally was married to this man named Lebowitz. He was a Jew, and he was a prize fighter. And he um, used to be an enforcer, in other words, for the pipe fitters union. If anyone went on, if they went on strike, and anybody tried to cross the uh, the strike line, well, he'd beat them into a pulp. And the government loved him because he was likened to the devil. <laughs> he was possessed with the devil, and so. Um, uh, he uh, told uh, Susie, he said during the time of World War II, he said he used to, the government hired him to take barges of butter, cheese, uh, and uh, all sorts of things, nylons and cigarettes and all these things, and dumped them in the ocean to make people feel the purpose for that was to make people in the United States really uh, believe that we're in a war to deprive them from all those things. And I remember that the only kind of uh, places open were peop uh, places that uh, they would uh, sell uh, horse meat. So here they are depriving the American people. This is the Vatican again, making us feel like we're a bunch of, that we can't afford. I lived in Lewistown, Montana at that time. <laughs> And that is the dairy belt of Montana. And we knew farmers, and they would not. They were so afraid of this anti-Christ cult that they were afraid that they'd kill uh, them if they would sell us or give us a pound of butter. And there was one uh, man there that uh, paid us, uh, gave a brand new car to a farmer for two pounds of butter. That's how scarce it was. 
And that's how hung up this man was on that butter fat. Uh, verse 3. And these things will they do unto you. They'll deprive you. They'll, uh, they'll do every evil thing unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. Well, wouldn't it be nice if everybody believed on the Father and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ instead of believing in Mary and the saints because they can't do us any good, but the Father can do you all good, uh, but you have to pray to the Father through Jesus. It infuriates the Lord if you pray to him through Mary because Mary is nothing more than an incubator for Christ to come into the world, and she is at this present time a dead Jewish girl. Her body, she can't hear you because the dead know nothing. She's in heaven, for sure, but she can't do you any good so far as praying to her. Um, but verse 4, But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. Now then, verse 5. But now I go to uh, my way, to him, to the Father, that sent me. And none of you ask me where uh, goest thou? Verse 6, But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Uh, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. Jesus uh, says, For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come uh, unto you. Because when Jesus um, was glorified, that's when he rose from the dead, and then was seen ascending into the kingdom of heaven in a company of over 500 people. Um, so he says, if I don't go up there and become the life-giving spirit, well then uh, I will not be able to come unto you. But if I depart, if I go into heaven and you'll see me go, I will send him, which is his self, unto you via the Holy Spirit. Verse 8. And when he is come, he will uh, reprove the world of sin. Okay, well, that's what I'm doing right now. And it's not me, but it's the Holy Spirit reproving you people in the world of sin. Now, the Antichrist is teaching people that you can still sin. Uh, yeah, I even know people that say you can even commit murder every day of your life and the Lord is going to forgive you. Don't believe them. That is so uh, such a lie that uh, it's uh, nauseating to anyone that really knows the Lord. So uh, this Holy Spirit is going to reprove the world of sin through us. God, with his Son, Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit live in us. And through us, he reproves the world of sin. 
and of righteousness and of the judgment that's soon to come. Verse 9, of sin, because they believe not on me. That's uh, the sin that will definitely get your soul in hell, because if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And uh, again, I say it over and over again, that the Bible states that Jesus is the word of God. Where does it say it? In the 10th chapter of John. It says, the first verse says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then you go to verse 14, and it says, And the Word became flesh. God became a man. And this is why Jesus says, I'm the Son of Man. He also says, I'm the Son of God. He was the very first God-man. And so, um, if you believe that, of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Verse 11, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged already. Now, the prince of this world, the devil that's got you people out there deceived, did everything in his power to stop Jesus uh, from being holy, righteous. He tempted him with everything that we get tempted with on a daily basis, but he sinned not. But when we have the spirit of Jesus, his Father, and the Holy Spirit, when we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in us, we also have the power of God in us to not sin anymore because it's the spirit of God and God created the heavens of the earth. Jesus continues, verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. That's why the Holy Spirit is coming, so he'll teach it to us then. Verse 13, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Well, that's right. When I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I understood the Bible far more than I did before. So I had the power of God to uh, not only seek out truth, but to find it. For he... The Holy Spirit shall not speak of himself, but uh, whatsoever he shall uh, hear, that shall he speak. Whatsoever the Holy Spirit will hear from God, he will say it to you. And he will show you things to come. Well, I can actually predict when the Lord tells me something, it isn't me predicting it. It's the Holy Spirit that revealed it unto me. He shall glorify me, verse 14. He shall glorify me. Well, that's why God uh, and the Lord Jesus was now glorified because he, the Holy Spirit now is glorifying him. He shall glorify me. 
for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Now, verse 15. Uh, that's very important. Let's go back to that. He shall glorify me. And it says, when Jesus was glorified, that means when he was uh, made, when he resurrected into the kingdom of heaven, he resurrected from the dead and then ascended into the kingdom of heaven, he was glorified then. So the Holy Spirit glorified him by raising him from the dead, carrying him up into heaven, and now is glorifying him by directing us to uh, resist evil, to resist the devil, and he'll flee from us. For he shall receive of mine. He'll receive you if you're his, if you really love the fact of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. If you really receive that you have power, when you receive it, you'll know that you have it because the very flesh on your bones moves back and forth when you received it. And you speak in tongues. And shall show it unto you. Verse 15. All things that the Father has are mine. Uh, therefore said I that he shall uh, take of mine and shall show it unto you. So he's saying now, verse 15, all things that the Father has uh, has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. A little while and you shall not see me. And again, a little while and you shall uh, see me because I go to the Father. Okay, he's going to the Father. That glory is uh, the reason that we say glory. Glory unto you, Jesus. Glory unto you, Father. Because now that he's in us, we also shall raise from the dead on the last day. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith unto us a little while, and you see, uh, shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me, and because I go to the Father. Verse 18, they said, and therefore, what is this uh, that he saith a little while? We cannot uh, understand this. We can't tell what he saith. Verse 19, now Jesus knew that they were desired to ask him and said unto them do you inquire among yourselves of that I said a little while and you shall not see me and again a little while and ye shall see me well verse 20 verily verily I say unto you that ye shall weep and lament but the world uh, shall rejoice, and ye shall be uh, sorrowful, but your sorrows shall be turned into joy, into laughter, when they see Jesus killed, murdered, and then raised from the dead three and a half days later. All right, well, my time is up, and uh, this is the time for us to pray.
Now, you know, the Bible tells us to pray always, pray without ceasing. And so let's pray just for right now. It'll only take about a minute. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood uh, for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. All right. Now, um, uh, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and give him all the glory and read the King James, the old King James version of the Bible. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this audio tape or CD number 617. It's free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406 all right praise the lord now um let's um this is world pastor tony alamo make sure you tune in tomorrow for another powerful message of the lord because he's coming back to earth again very soon. And you don't want to be without him when that happens. Otherwise, uh, if you are without him, you will spend eternity in the lake of fire. Right there, here is, uh, you know, we are our brother's keeper. And when we see any Christians or anybody for that reason in terrible trouble with the Antichrist, we're supposed to um, be kind to them and fight for them. Uh, this is a song that uh, Gary Paxson wrote, and I'm singing it, Where Man's Love Stops, Then God's uh, Love Begins.
Yeah.